Welcome to Retirement Income Solutions with the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, are ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan. Thrive. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith at Security First Asset Management. They're your local wealth advisors wherever you live in middle Georgia. Thanks for being with us today. It is time now to talk about the seven deadly sins. Think about that for just a moment, but let me first give you the phone number, 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. That is the number that will get you in touch with Security First Asset Management. You can arrange a time to come in and have a conversation with no obligation and no cost. 800-987-1443. All right, now the seven deadly sins of financial planning. You shouldn't just be avoiding the seven deadly sins in your personal life. You should also avoid them in your financial life as well. Let's start with pride. What do you guys have to say about that? Well, you know, sometimes people do have a little bit too much pride, and I think when it comes to financial planning, it can mean not admitting when you need some help with retirement planning. We've learned that sometimes over life of your lifetime, it becomes a little more, more difficult as you age to have a true financial plan. There are three phases to uh, retirement planning. Accumulation planning is when you're saving money up. Typically, this may be the easiest phase for people when you're accumulating wealth. I still believe you should have a plan in place to understand how that wealth should grow and what the balances should be at any given time and where to save that money. But after the accumulation phase, it gets a little more difficult during the preservation phase when you need to start thinking about protecting some of the assets that you're going to use for the last phase, which is distribution. When you're having to spend money out of your portfolio, understanding the consequences of the tax implications, how to invest it so you don't have big drawdowns where you're taking the money from, it gets a little more complicated. So You want to avoid being prideful of that because as life changes, your plan has to probably get a little bit more sophisticated as you age for those later phases. Okay, let's talk about, we've talked about pride. Let's talk about the next deadly sin of the seven, and that would be envy. Well, that's trying to keep up with the Joneses. That's always, that's the definition we always hear. And uh, and I tell you, we do that to determine of our savings a lot as we grow older Usually when our kids are getting to be teenagers in that range, we, we want to buy things they want, do things they want. We spend money. Uh, we may buy new cars, buy cars for our kids uh, because everybody else in school has got a car. Uh, of course, the cell phones, everybody's got to have the newest of all that and all the technology stuff we get along. we got to stay up with everybody in the neighborhood. We want to find a more fashionable home, so we want to upgrade. Maybe some of us want to send our kids to private school because we think they're going to get a better education because our friends are all their friends are doing that. Basically, all that's going to do over time, if we're not careful with it, it's going to minimize our ability to re- save for retirement. And we ought to be thinking about that. Equally important as we're thinking about trying to stay up with the people around us. We need to focus on our future and not on the spending presently and trying to keep up with everybody else around us. 
You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, and we're talking about the seven deadly sins of financial planning. We've covered pride and envy so far, but the next one on my list here is wrath. What can you tell us about wrath? Well, certainly anger can cloud your judgment sometimes in life. You know, if you're at a job you really don't like and and you get mad and you want to just walk away, you might want to consider keeping your anger at bay until you know you can afford to do it. Uh, Living off savings can be a very tough thing for you if you're trying to find a new job. You want to line that up, you know, before you quit one job, you need to have something else in your pocket. You know, so you want to be a little humble. Don't don't strike out with wrath and just walk out of your job without another plan in place. All right. The next one is greed. And I have a feeling I know what you guys are going to say about that. <laughs> you know, the, the, there's an old adage that says it's not how much you earn, it's how much you keep. A lot of times uh, we get greedy. The market's doing well. Uh, our, our accounts are up and we want to chase those returns as long as we can. And we just kind of turn our a blind side to what's going on in the economy, what's going in the market cycles, and if we're not careful, then we, we're going to lose a lot of our, our our monies, and that's happened time and time again. So we, we advocate that we don't uh, chase high returns, that we have a, a plan in place that, that helps us understand how we should invest uh, for the long haul until we can eliminate some of the emotions that we're talking about. Greed's an emotion. If we have a plan in place that helps direct us, then we can uh, stay away from the fads and the, the you know the big picks right now, and, and focus on on the job at hand. And that's accumulating wealth for retirement in a in a way that's uh, structured and uh, less emotional. Well, we're talking about uh, the seven deadly sins of financial planning, pride, envy, wrath, and greed. I think everybody can figure out that greed is not a good thing. The next one is sloth. And uh, what can you tell us about that deadly sin? Well, I can tell you that you you don't want to be slothful with your investments. I think of laziness, procrastination uh, as two of the most important components of what slothfulness is. We found that uh, people, whenever things are going good, it's easy to be complacent, procrastinate. We've had some good years recently. Unfortunately, that can be a detriment to someone if they've avoided putting a plan in place because when we have the next recession, for example, if you don't have a plan in place, you may have a lot of losses. You may have an emotional reaction and sell at the bottom of the market. People that don't have a plan tend to be drug around by their emotions. So don't be slothful. Get an actual plan in place so you don't have that happen. And the next one is gluttony. Well, that's kind of similar to greed, really. Um, and and, and in, in the financial terms, that would be a lack of diversification. It would be, uh, hey, we, uh, we're we doing really well in, in this stock position or this mutual fund position, and so we just keep loading that sucker up and loading it up so we're buying higher and higher and higher. And it's kind of tempting to binge on an investment that's doing well. And and before we know it, we end up with a lot more money in that position than we should be. And it's all in one place, one egg, one basket. And if that one turns south, then, then obviously we're going to reap uh, ill benefits from that. So, um, yeah, gluttony is very much similar to greed. We, we want to we go for it because it's doing well, not understanding exactly what the consequences might be if we continue down that path. 
And here's an interesting one, and I'm really glad that Daniel is getting this one. Uh, Daniel, uh, the seventh deadly sin is lust. Why, well, Daniel? Ron, I appreciate you pitching me that one. Uh, I think it's very closely related to envy and greed because, you know, if you don't have realistic goals or if you think you're trying to chase some kind of returns or net worth, um, that's like lusting after some kind of result that you don't necessarily need. We advocate having a personal benchmark. What do you need to achieve for your own goals? Don't use some pie-in-the-sky uh, benchmark like trying to beat the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones Industrial Average. That's arbitrary, and it may be detrimental to lust after those kind of returns. What you want to do is to have a plan and have personal goals and benchmarks you're going after. Retirement Income Solutions, talking about seven deadly sins of financial planning. You guys are going to get some phone calls from folks who want to come in and have a conversation with you about retirement planning. What can they expect when they walk into Security First Asset Management? Well, first of all, they can expect a friendly team to greet them. They can expect to feel at home. Uh, We never pressure anyone. In a first meeting, what we do is talk about our lifetime income blueprint process. And, and that step one is just to simply get to know you, to see what path you're on, to make sure that you are doing the things that you need to in order to achieve your personal goals. With the second time we meet, we're going to see how that actually looks. Look at your portfolio out into the future, your income streams, when you should turn on different income streams, and how much risk you have. From there, we'll develop your personalized lifetime income blueprint. We believe everyone needs an income plan in retirement. Only 10% of Americans have a written financial and income plan for their retirement years. Don't be one of those people. Let us put a plan in place for you so you can achieve your goals. 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. Call that number, leave your name and your phone number, and they'll get back with you at Security First Asset Management. That is 800-987-1443. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. And I love to mess with your emotions. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who'll look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that'll protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet, hoping you were well prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Get started today with your complimentary review at Security First Asset Management. 800-987-1443. No cost or obligation. 800-987-1443 at Security First Asset Management. Call now. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know Dublin is known to have the tallest building in central Georgia? The Ficklin and Company building measured right at 211 feet. We know planning for retirement can be a tall order, but we have you covered. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Uh, guys, I was, I was thinking about uh, presidential financial planning this week. and Oh, and, my goodness, man. 
I don't want to talk politics on this show, but you know everybody loves a good presidential quote. Our goal here is to take these quotes from past presidents and apply them to the financial world. I think everybody can can benefit from this. I'll give you the quote, and you tell me how it applies to our industry. All right, here's something George Washington said. When only one side of a story is heard and often repeated, the human mind becomes impressed with it. What, Boy, what does that mean to you? Man, I'll tell you what. It, we, I, I heard some quotes earlier today from Thomas Jefferson, and I'll yeah. tell you what. I, I, we could go back and learn from these folks. But, what? yeah, if, if, if all you heard all your life, for example, financially, is all you needed to do was accumulate a million dollars and withdraw 4%, and and you could take 4% out and, and adjust it for inflation for the rest of your life, and you'd never outlive your money. If that's all you hear, then when you sit down with somebody like us and we say, hey, man, that may not work. You may have to do something different. You, you know, it's going to take <laughs> gonna take a little bit of education. Not that that's a bad theory. It's just not, a, it's just not applicable in every situation. So I find that true in a lot of instances. When we hear one thing and that's all we ever hear, then we never know anything else. Yeah. So our mind really gets impressed with that. and. That's where we go. So average return is another one. Hey, as long as I average such and such return, it's not about average return. It's about total return, especially when you start taking money out of your accounts. It becomes more important about uh, not spending your seed. It does about your about your growth. Wouldn't you say that, Daniel? Yeah, absolutely. So that's it's a pretty good strategy. That's a good strategy. So, yeah, I, I think this has a lot of application, not only in – Obviously, in our world, in the financial world, but in, in, in life in general, we, we need to have open minds. It's certainly true in the political world as well, because, you know, things are on one side or the other these days, and everything is so polarized. I've got maybe the most famous presidential quote of all here for you. Let's see what you guys can do with this. This is from JFK, John F. Kennedy. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. What wow. does that mean, and how does that apply to our lives today you know i hope it's as applicable today as it was when he said it but it seems like more people are asking it the other way around but let's be positive so mm-hmm. if i'm thinking like a financial advisor you know i don't think about what a client can do for me but what i can do for the client we do our best to absolutely take care of our clients and stay in touch with them i think the biggest thing we do to help our clients is uh, help them solve their financial problems and Maybe put their mind at ease a little bit. That's the biggest thing. People come in sometimes stressed and worried, and we want them to leave with a much better outlook. In fact, our goal is to put them on on a path of predictability where they don't have to guess about what may happen in certain circumstances. And so, you know, if we apply that quote, what can we do for our clients, not what they can do for us, that would probably be the biggest thing is putting them on that path to uh, what we would call financial predictability. And so they can rest easy at night. That's the biggest thing. What do you think, Bill? I agree with that. You know, we want we want our clients to thrive in retirement, not just survive. And that requires uh, detailed planning and uh, execution. Again, it's not a hope strategy anymore. When you retire, you've got to have a plan in place. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management. And we're talking about presidential quotes today and trying to take those and apply them to our lives today, particularly when it comes to financial planning. Here's another one for you. This is from George Herbert Walker Bush, not George W., but his dad. Think about every problem, every challenge we face. The solution to each starts with education. 
My goodness, what wisdom. Uh, I'm sure we have some folks out there with wisdom today. They're still alive, so we don't hear about it. But <laughs> that's uh, This means uh, an awful lot to me. Um, we, we pride ourselves in educating our clients because we feel like a, a well-educated client is a good client. And we don't know what we don't know, and most people come to financial planners because they don't know how to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. And some professionals out there, financial professionals, are really nothing more than salespeople, I would hate to say, but uh, we don't really want to invest clients' money without knowing why, and that requires education. We need to know about them, what they're trying to do with their monies. Uh, we got to make a plan that works for them, and that requires us educating them on the solutions as well as being very proactive with their understanding moving forward. So we, we really, we really thrive, I think, thrive on the fact that we can educate our clients successfully. We take so much pride in the education that we, we have a classroom in our office, and we want people to come in and learn about the topics that are most important to them, and that really gives them the confidence to make decisions. You know? Yeah, not only that is the topics that we talk about are topics they want to talk about because yeah. we ask them what they want to learn about. So, That's right. So it's, uh, it's, all, it's all meant to, to help them uh, navigate through the rest of their life. I mean, nobody's, most people haven't walked down that path but once, and that's when they do it. Yep. And so there's a lot of obstacles ahead, and we need to help them understand what they are. You know, guys, I think this uh, George H.W. Bush statement is uh, has really hit the nail on the head because I know that educating your clients is a really big part of what you do every single day. You've got it. I don't, uh, I don't think Daniel and I would ever, and we've had this opportunity. People come in and say, hey, look, I've got X dollars. How would you invest it? We take a step back and say, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, what's this money for? What are we trying to accomplish with it? Not, hey – let me give you my best portfolio and let's let's run with it. Yeah, let's see how it fits for the rest of your life. It's it's, it's that important to us. You got to have the perspective of a whole financial plan and complete picture. How it all works together. Yeah, it's important to know all that information and also important to know each other. And I know that when folks come in, you you take pride in getting to know them and having them uh, have an opportunity to get to know you a little bit as well. I got another simple quote for you here. This is a short and sweet one from Ronald Reagan. He said, trust, but verify. I really like that quote. I, I am afraid that politicians don't follow that logic anymore. <laughs> but we, uh, we certainly should trust, but verify. You know, all the important decisions in our life. When I go to a doctor, I want to make sure that the doctor knows what they're doing, that they have some credentials, that they have good success. Same thing is true with financial planning. You want to make sure you're working with someone that knows what they're talking about. There's some people that... That may not have uh, the whole perspective of looking at the whole financial picture. We find that sometimes people will just say, well, you just need to unplug this investment, plug this one in, and that'll solve all your problems. That's not true. You want a whole financial perspective. Look at their whole uh, life, what the goals are, the long-term goals. And we have something called the Lifetime Income Blueprint that we put together for people. And it forecasts out their income streams and takes into account inflation and market risk and health care costs and all kind of different variables that have to be accounted for. Uh, but as far as trust but verify, you want to go to a couple different places and check people out. You go to the Better Business Bureau and look them up. Uh, there's a broker check. You can go online and look up advisors. Uh, we have uh, professional designations. Bill and I are retirement income certified professionals. You can go to designationcheck.com. 
and look at anybody's professional designations and see who in the area has those. And we're members of the National Ethics Bureau. National Ethics. You can go to ethicscheck.com and look us up there as well. So you can listen to what we have to say today, then check us out. Daniel Neesmith and Bill Danner, your local wealth advisors at uh, Security First Asset Management. And I want to throw one more at you here. And this is this goes back away. This is from Calvin Coolidge. And he said, it takes a great man to be a good listener. I know you guys agree with that. I certainly do. And it's a very difficult thing to do. You know, we have an agenda. Everybody has an agenda. When somebody comes in to meet, especially with a financial advisor, and they've never met them before, they know that advisor has an agenda. They're not stupid. And uh, I think there's a difference between an advisor and a, than a salesperson. I think you can tell how good the advisor is or how much he has concern about you by how much he listens. We like to ask questions that get the answers that we are looking for so the client can really understand where they are and we can help them get to where they want to go. And that requires sometimes a lot of listening, asking questions and making sure that we understand uh, exactly how they feel about the, the questions that we're asking so we can, we can be good listeners. And it's hard. It's not, it's, you know, you don't want to be listening to somebody and, and at the same time thinking about what you're going to say next. That's not, that's not listening. That's, uh, you have an agenda, and you're trying to get through a, an agenda in that meeting so you can go on to the next one. That's not the way we want to work. We want to be good listeners, and it's a challenge to do that. But we know that it's important that we understand exactly where the prospect is so that we can determine how we might be able to help them get to where they want to go. Yeah, what I find, too, is listening to people talk about anything, not just financial things. Uh, It's important to us to talk to people about everything going on in their life. You can learn a lot about your clients by talking to them and understanding their family and their relationships, and that gives a good insight into how we should plan for them. Sure. I like to ask a question from time to time. Hey, do you have anybody in your household that weighs more than 80 pounds that you have to feed? <laughs> more than 80 pounds. I mean, that could be a dog, a I horse. I got a dog that weighs more dog, than Dog, a horse. It could be a motorcycle. It could be an RV. <laughs> and the answer is yes, always. Yeah, you know, so yeah, it could be more than just them they're trying to support. So yeah, you got to ask them questions, and you can make them fun as well, but uh People, people will open up when you when you take the time to truly listen to what they have to say. In Daniel's case, it could be an eighty pound guitar. You never know. It, it, could, it yeah. could be. He has Gosh, to feed my, ban- my banjo weighs uh, twenty five. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be that. You just get a, You know, people will talk if you if you'll take the time to listen. You put them all and together, you, and you got some heavy instrumentation there. That's for sure. That's you right. got it. You That's got right. It. <laughs> Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this review for free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit, and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio, and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implications of your savings. Health care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or long-term care need in the future? Legacy. 
Do you want to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of dreams. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Do you still have a lot of question marks revolving around your retirement plan? That's not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Call 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, and wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't panic. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave us a quick message and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. In all honesty, planning for retirement shouldn't be that hard. We listen to each other, we make a plan, and you thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive. Let's talk about retiring early, guys. I know a lot of people out there want to retire early. You know, they say it for years and years, I'm going to retire early. Based, Based on your experience, when someone says they want to retire early, how early are they usually talking about? Tomorrow, well, right as soon as possible. <laughs> you know, uh, it really me- depends on who you're talking to. Everyone has their own definition of what early means. You know, for some people, it might mean earlier than they'd planned in, in their career. But for most people, I'd say it means earlier than they're able to draw Social Security. You know, most people try to get to the age that they can get Social Security. So anyone that's retiring around 55 or somewhere in that neighborhood maybe be considered retiring early. But it really depends on the person and their set of circumstances. Stances, but it gets people excited. I can tell you that retiring yeah. early is a big thing. You know, you'll find a lot of times that people with pensions, especially school teachers and federal employees, if they can re- retire at 55, 56, 57, um, if they can physically retire because of their plan, they they think about doing it. What we encourage them to do, and we always say this: a well, you may be able to retire, but should you retire? I mean, how does it look uh, moving forward at age 55? reality that's 35 40 years in retirement can they physically do it uh, financially do it uh, yeah getting to thing getting to retirement is different than getting through retirement that's right you can get to it early if you have pension plans that allow it but it might not be realistic got to make sure that you are uh, prepared in the right way and i think you just answered the question i'm about to ask here but when somebody says they plan to retire early is it usually realistic? I mean, just thinking about all the people that you've dealt with over the years? No, it's not always realistic. It's sad to have to tell somebody, hey, I think you need to work a little longer, but, you know, it's in their best interest to listen to that advice. But, uh, again, the average person in our area doesn't have a pension. Uh, most folks don't. And so for them to retire early is really very, very difficult unless they've amassed a, a lot of uh, retirement savings. Folks who uh, are retiring with a pension 
stand a better chance to making it work if the pension starts early and they get Social Security at 62. But then they, they in turn also, unless they have a really high dollar amount of pension, will have to save a lot of money and may not be able to retire realistically, successfully early. Okay, another question here about early retirement. And by the way, you're listening to Retirement Income Solutions, if you just tuned in. When people retire early, do they usually stay retired? In other words, do they usually stay out of the workforce altogether? Well, if they've planned well, yes. Uh, But sometimes people won't have an, an income plan. We believe, how can you possibly know if you can retire if you haven't had an income plan done, which shows not only your income today, but looking out into the future, accounting for the cost of living increases and stock market volatility and healthcare costs. Without that, it's just a guess. So we put together a plan where people can feel highly confident that they can stay retired once they do retire. Now, I do have a lot of clients that will retire and then maybe go back to work part-time or do volunteer work, but that's by choice, not by force if they have a plan. That happens quite a bit, especially if you find someone uh, like an engineer, for example, in the federal government employment. uh, A lot of them can retire early, and uh, they'll go on and work for a contractor and kind of double dip, so they'll have their retirement income plus a, a salary that's pretty sizable. And other times we find folks that just want to do something different so they can retire and move on and do something different. And uh, like Daniel said, sometimes they like to volunteer and things like that. But occasionally we do find some people that are actually what we call double dippers. They have a pension already secure, and they're working in the private sector now, and they're putting money away, more money away probably in their 401Ks than they normally would because they've got the other income coming in. So, you know, it's different for different people. Bill and Daniel, I know you both have helped folks retire early as long as you've been doing this. And and my question is just kind of a generic question here. Talk about some of the specific challenges of retiring early. Well, to begin with, one of the first challenges that they should address is where's my health care coming from? Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially if they don't have a pension or have a plan that carries health insurance into retirement. Federal employees do, most of state and local school systems and things of that nature do, but the private sector, they, they more than likely would not have health insurance, which would really keep them from, health insurance-wise, keep them from retiring even up to age 65 when they qualified for Medicare. So one of the biggest challenges is health care. Where is it going to come from and how expensive is it going to be? The other unknown challenge they face is, is what we call longevity risk. If you retire young, in the 50s, for example, you have a life expectancy well up into the late 80s, maybe early 90s. And then you have the challenge of not only longevity risk, but you have the risk of outliving your money. And you also have health issues that could probably be a risk down the road that you maybe you haven't been able to plan for sufficiently. We also have the risk of uh, future erosion of our money through inflation and taxes So there's a lot of challenges to retiring, number one, but those challenges are complicated and amplified even more so the younger you retire. That's right. You know, I saw something the other day about longevity. People are living longer today than they have in the past. I read that for people that make it to the year 2030, they will have an additional year of life expectancy every year that passes past the year 2030, an additional year of life expectancy. I didn't see that report, but that's not that far away. No. No, so. like 11 years from now. Yeah, people so. have to account for that, and the health care costs are big, big challenges. All right, we're talking about challenges here, and I'm hearing a lot of challenges, and I know our listeners out there are wondering about this, but how can somebody really know if early retirement is going to work for them? 
Well, you can test the waters. We have something called the Retirement Income Blueprint where you don't have to guess. We take the path you're on, how much you've saved, how much money you spend in retirement, exactly what you're doing, and we'll show you the path you're on and what it would look like for you from an income standpoint when you retire, not just in year one, but in year 10, year 20, year 30. How would different challenges impact you? What if the market crashes again? What would that do to your portfolio and your retirement income? And having a plan like this accounts for health care costs, too. What if you need long-term care in your 80s? Do you have enough saved to withstand those challenges? The Lifetime Income Blueprint will show you very clearly the ups and downs that you will face and help you feel confident if you do retire early that you can thrive not just in the first year of your retirement, but out in year 15, 20, and 30. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this review for free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implications of your savings. Health care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you want to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of dreams. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. This is your number to call to take advantage of that complimentary review. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you're a retiree or a pre-retiree, this is your chance to make sure you can get to and through retirement with peace of mind. It all starts with the plan, and Bill and Daniel can help you put together the plan that's best for your specific situation. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Call that number right now and we'll secure a time to meet with you to deliver a customized financial and retirement plan. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Planning for retirement shouldn't be a mystery. So why is it so easy to get bogged down with financial terms and advisors who try to offer you a sales pitch? At Security First Asset Management, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith take pride in looking after their clients' best interests. They strive to educate you about the financial world and want to build a plan to help you thrive for the rest of your life. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Get a second opinion of your current financial plan with a retirement income solution from the Security First team. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know that the Allman Brothers Band, 
Jason Aldean and Little Richard have all called Macon home? Keep listening to Retirement Income Solutions and build a financial plan that'll make you sing. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Ron Stutz here along with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management. And here on Retirement Income Solutions, the specialty that you guys talk about is planning for retirement. And I have a few questions that folks ought to ask when they're getting ready to retire. Why is it so important to answer these questions during the planning process? Uh, And uh, tell us, if you would, how the answers to these questions impact the overall retirement plan. Uh, First of all, am I going to live in my current home or will I downsize? Talk about that, if you would. Well, that affects what I consider to be one of the most important components of a financial plan or an income plan in retirement, and that's your expenses. If you're going to downsize your home, you're likely going to downsize your expenses, usually, uh, your maintenance costs, your utility costs. So budget is something we talk a lot about, retirement budget. That's one of the first things we bring up when we're creating our lifetime income blueprint for our clients to have uh, lifetime income off of is how much money we're going to spend. And downsizing your home is a, is a big impact uh, for so many reasons, but mainly surrounded the budget and also the taxes. If you're going to move to a smaller home and maybe live in a – maybe your tax bill goes down too. So a lot of that's impacted on the expenses and their budget. Well, a lot of questions need to be answered when you're getting ready to retire. And uh, uh, how, do, how does the answer to that particular question impact your overall retirement plan? The biggest way that will impact your retirement plan is you don't want to draw more income out of your accounts than you need. So once we understand what your budget is, your expenses, then we start looking at what is what is your income shortfall. That is the amount of money that you're going to be having come from Social Security, pension, other streams of income, and how much you have to draw out of your retirement accounts and retirement savings. So if, if you've downsized your home and maybe you're three or $400 less a month in your budget, it means you have to take less money out, probably means less taxes are owed uh, depending on where that money's coming from but everything centers around the budget all right some other questions here Uh, we'll start with this one do i want to live in this community or will i move to a different town or maybe even a different state or perhaps another country Uh, ron that happens quite a bit uh, as we as we meet with folks and we try to help them understand what they need to be considering and think about uh, their goals and etc one of the questions we often ask is that very question do you plan on still living in this area is another area of the country you'd like to live and oftentimes we hear something like well my kids most of my kids live elsewhere they don't live here we were transferred here basically and this is where we ended up working until our retirement and so they may consider in the in those instances uh, moving to a different area a different state a different community rarely is it out of the country i don't hear too many people say that as Daniel said earlier, uh, everything is centered around what our monthly expenses are, those things which we call the must-haves. And those are our housing and our food and our clothing and our transportation and our taxes and our insurances and our, our home costs and, and the maintenance on the cost and the, everything associated with it. So those vary from city, community, state, uh, and certainly from country to country. So. It impacts a retirement plan, knowing that up front. If you're planning on going somewhere else, have you done the research that, that will help you understand what it's going to cost you, if it's going to cost you more or if it's going to cost you less? Whatever it is, we need to know the number, at least have a good idea of what the difference may be and how it will impact overall the retirement income plan. Because, again, we're talking about drawing income 
out of assets. A couple would maybe Social Security and for some people a pension. And it, we don't need we don't need not to know what we don't know when it comes to the cost of uh, of maintaining our, our lifestyle. So all this impacts it. So it's something that we need to consider up front. And people may not come to that conclusion the first couple of years they retire. It may be on down the road. They say, oh, you know what? We think we want to live elsewhere. Then homework uh, has to be done, and we have to sit down and see how the cost of those things affect their overall budget. Well, thanks, Bill. Uh, All good thoughts there. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with your local wealth advisors, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. And here's another question that folks need to ask themselves before they retire. Uh, What will change about my everyday lifestyle when I'm retired compared to the way I'm living now? Well, a lot of these questions are so individualized, you know, sometimes people, maybe their expenses don't change a lot, but having a retirement budget worksheet is so important because for many people, they're going to spend money a little differently in retirement. We like to break retirement up into three phases, the go-go phase, which is our favorite, the slow-go phase, and the no-go phase. So during the go-go phase, people tend to spend more money on travel, leisure, things that they've put off because they didn't have enough time when they were working. So... Being able to spend a little bit more more money on that is not abnormal in the first 10 to 15 years of retirement or as long as your budget can sustain it and your health. Uh, so we see people spend a little bit more money on things that they had put off, things that they wanted to do while they were working but simply didn't have the time. So it's not unusual to have more expenses in the first uh, phase of your retirement. So we have to account for that in the retirement plan. And as long as it works out in our lifetime income blueprint, when we look out into the future, we look at what your income looks like, not just when you're retired, not your assets just when you're retired, but 10, 15 years out. What's your, what do you look like then? How much assets should you have at that point in your retirement? Now, just to clarify, the go-go stage is usually the early part of your retirement when you're able to go just wherever you want to go and your That's health right. is good and everything else. And then slow-go, yeah. you just start slowing down? Yeah. Hey, maybe you've done all you wanted to do, or maybe your health doesn't permit it, or maybe your budget doesn't permit it. So mm-hmm. you start slowing down. That's and, right. And then no go is just the opposite of go go. So yeah. you're, just, you're just not able. Yeah. Or exactly. yeah. uh, in some cases, you don't really want to do anything. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying go go to age 95 and passing away peacefully in my sleep. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> I think that's a good plan. <laughs> no, I hope you can stick to that. Uh, yeah. Where do you want to travel? I mean, that's another question you have to ask yourself because some places are going to be a lot more expensive than others. You know, most people will want to travel some. It's rare that somebody says, I've traveled all I want to travel, or occasionally we find somebody that says, Well, you know what? I travel a lot when I was all over the world when I was working, and I just don't want to do it anymore. And there are a few people out there that don't really want to do much travel, but the average person does. And so when, when you start thinking about that, if if you're going to cruise or, or go by plane or RV or whatever, whatever the case may be, that has a dollar sign associated with it. And I don't really think it's – from my own personal experience, you can't have a couple of cruises a year and not spend fifteen to $20,000. So that will that will greatly enhance, <laughs> hit a big hole in a, a budget if you're not careful. So that's why it's important that you have inside your lifetime income blueprint plan, you plan for those things in the go-go phase, as Daniel was saying. How much are we going to set aside for travel, and, and can we do it? And so when you do, then when you, people find out that they can use that resource or those resources and not, not have an impact as uh, – negative to their overall lifestyle and, and, and their all retirement years, for example, 
then they're more apt to do it. So it has to be a part of it. What are your goals? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And how much will it cost? That's all important part of the planning. We're talking about questions that you need to ask yourself before you retire. And it's very important to come up with the answers to these. And the last one on my list here is how important is it to me to leave a financial legacy? I know that some people feel totally differently about this than others. That's a question you, you really need to know because if you're going to leave a legacy for people, a financial legacy, which is, you know, of course, different than just uh, leaving a legacy of being a good person and taking care of your family. But we find as people age, it becomes more important to them. I've noticed this, Bill, I don't know about you, but as people age, it becomes more and more important to them to think about legacy. Right. I know I've had some clients that started off with me and it wasn't as important. And as right. time's moved on, they start thinking, well, you know what? We, we might want to leave some assets to our kids. Yeah. We think a lot about that because we, we prefer our clients not to have to give all their IRA money to their children and that because it creates a tax headache. Uh, 70% of people that inherit IRAs or 401k, any tax-deferred account, 70% of those have been liquidated within 18 months, and that creates a tax nightmare. No, Nobody wants that to happen for their heirs. So if you're going to transition money to your family, there's more effective ways to do that. Converting some of the money to Roth may be appropriate. Life insurance death benefits can be helpful. Uh, passing on assets that aren't in IRAs, uh, maybe non-qualified brokerage accounts. There's get a step up in cost basis for the for the stocks in there. There's many different avenues to go go down. But if you want to transfer assets to your heirs, you have to plan ahead. You can't do it in the last year of life. And if you're going to worry about the taxes, and you should be worried about them. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication of your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, Income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Here's your number to call, 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. Bill and Daniel will set aside time on the calendar to meet with you to provide you with a complimentary financial review of your specific situation. This is such a valuable opportunity to help you plan for your financial future. Just call 800-987-1443 right now. That's 800-987-1443. If you get a voicemail, don't worry. Just leave us a quick message and we'll be sure to get back in touch with you to secure your free review. So call right now, 800-987-1443. One more time, 
That is 800-987-1443. Visit our website for details on the services we provide, education videos, our Great Learning Center, and to find out about upcoming events. It's all on CompleteThePlan.com. That's CompleteThePlan.com. Alexis says, my grandmother died recently and left me a substantial amount of money. I'm only 29 years old, and it's more money than I've ever had before. So I don't want to be an idiot with it. (laughs) What should I do with this money so that I'm not mad at myself 40 years from now when I'm trying to retire? Alexis, thanks for the question. I'm sorry to hear about your grandmother's passing. You know, I think it's great you're thinking ahead. A lot of times when people inherit money, they're thinking about how they can spend it as quickly as possible. You don't want to do that. You have time on your side. The most important thing you can do right now is work with a financial advisor to help you take possession of those assets in a tax-efficient manner. You may not understand the tax implications of the types of accounts that your grandmother had. So step one is to set up the right type of accounts, and uh, that would be an important step. Also having a plan for how you could invest those and probably save more money towards your retirement would be the best thing you could do. If you're looking at 30 years, 40 years down the road, your money can really grow in that period of time. So the most important thing you could do is have a financial plan to show you how that money could grow and also invest it tax efficiently. All right. Thank you very much for the question, Alexis, and a good answer. We really enjoyed answering your questions today on Retirement Income Solutions. Just a reminder that Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. Remember, if you have retirement questions, we're happy to answer them. And we're standing by after the show and throughout the week. Just give us a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. We're always online at completetheplan.com. Thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.